The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman. David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, October 15th, 2021, season 17, episode number 42. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We've got Nick and Amber here with me. Dave will be joining us momentarily. Uh, we got a lot we're going to talk about today. We're going to get you guys ready for Cowboys versus Patriots. That happens this Sunday. Um, and we have some storylines we'll go through. We're going to play a little game of see or no. We wow. haven't done that in a long time. And Amber has so many questions for us, so <laughs> that uh, I think that'll be a fun uh, segment. And we'll certainly try to, if we have some time, take some questions from you guys. You can call us 888-855-2297, or you can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, and I can also get some questions that way. Let's start first with some injury updates. And I think uh, at some point we'll probably get even more updates because I know Dave is right now with uh, the head coach uh, talking to him about different things. But, Nick, give us what yeah. you know about uh, – and I know obviously the two big ones, Tyron Smith and Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, uh, Tyron Smith uh, had an uh, MRI uh, yesterday just to look at the neck. I think that they're, they're in- encouraged by what they saw or probably what they didn't see. Um, but uh, I think the, the word was favorable. Uh, the 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 Mike McCarthy used about that, um, but you know this is a situation that's always going to happen. You know I think it's always going to be a thing with his neck, and and um, things are going to pop up. And I think for right now though they're, they're not too concerned about it. Trayvon Diggs um, ankle injury, and I think it's been told that he, it'll, he'll be a game time decision to play yeah. in the game big. in New England against Bill Belichick. Yes, I mean, this morning I opened up my email uh-huh. and saw the practice report for the first time mm-hmm. in months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you know, come back yesterday, we're talking good and everything. Oh, Cowboys winning all that. And I looked at the report, I'm like, oh, 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 no. that name too. So I don't, but then again, I don't know how concerned I should currently be because yeah. I'm kind of getting back into things and trying to so what what you guys that have been here what's the most concerning injury that's popped up right now i mean obviously tyron and then uh digs digs traveling yeah. digs but you know sometimes they show up on the report and it's just kind of to take care of them but tyron's been clean right this year for the most part i haven't remember yeah. seeing him on on injury report so when i saw that yesterday and especially when i saw it was the neck I got concerned mainly because, again, like you're saying, Nick, this is going to be an ongoing mm-hmm. thing, and it was just, uh, you know, when we were, when we talked to him back at training camp, he was saying that, you know, he's feeling the best he's ever felt. He's glad he did the surgery the whole night, right? And and so there, it just it for me it was like, okay, good, we're into the season. He's not having issues, and then this pops up, and I know I got concerned. Yeah, I mean, regardless I, of what it turns out to be, it's definitely concerning. Yeah, it has to be concerning, and and and. You know, I've been told in the off season this stuff's gonna happen, man. This is gonna happen with him, and you just gotta manage it. And that's what he he he'll do, and that's what he'll play through, and he'll probably play through this game. And then, of course, he's got the much needed bye week, you know, for for him and for probably a few players. Um, you know, as for Trayvon Trayvon Diggs, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I think he'll play. And the reason why I said that about the Patriots, you know, it's like, I mean, if anybody 
has, uh, I would say, managed the injury report over years. It, it's been them. It's been you know like a, a putting guys on. Tom Brady, I think, was on the injury report for like four years in a row. So like you know, this is a cat and mouse game. They'll probably put you know Diggs. I think is going to play, but they're they're going to call him a game time decision. But if it's sure. a game time decision at that point. With a guy like him that has been having such an amazing season, do you want to even put him out there, even if he's kind of okay and they give him the green light, do you want to risk him having a game maybe too soon for him to be back and play or just kind of sit him out and give him an extra week to maybe – because you don't want to lose him for the season, no, basically. No. Or for more than one game. Well, that's what we don't know. We don't know if this is the kind of injury. Like, there's some injuries you're right that if you try to play through it, you can make it worse. There are other injuries that it just kind of is what it is. It's not necessarily – like, playing through it's not going to necessarily create more problems. And you get a bye week next week. So you got two weeks yeah. after that to, to get him to a point where he can just rest. Um, so, you know, I'd have to know more about the injury and, and whether he actually could do more damage to it before I would know the answer to that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's a high ankle sprain. I think it's just a regular ankle sprain and, or ankle injury. So um, I have a feeling he's he's going to play. Um, and, you know, game time decision is go out there two or three hours beforehand, you know, run, cut, do whatever, see how you know feels. Maybe you take a – I don't know if you take a, take a shot or – I don't heavily tape it depends on what the nature of it is but i just have a feeling that he'll he'll play in this game and yeah and the risking it yeah yeah there's a there's a one minute video we're about the or we posted yesterday about him with all his interceptions and in this year like yeah he, he's he's worth it because just what he can do and yeah. what in he he's worth it if he can play his his 80 percent might be better than i think the alternative right now well that's the other thing too like i know there are probably people out there that are listening to the show right now that are probably thinking well, Patriots aren't they don't have like this high powered offensive attack through the air. So if there was a week you were gonna miss him, this might be a week where it might be okay. But I still say to that, this defense isn't at the level yet where you're like, Oh, this is a shutdown defense. So if you don't have him even against a bad no. offense or no. an average offense, like you're good. I, I think they need every bit yeah. of what they can get from Trayvon Diggs, every bit of what they can get from Michael Parsons. Like they need these guys. He's the shutdown order, part yeah, of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it He's the reason why they've been what they are. Yeah, I, he, he needs to play. So you can't just say that on, on any given week, I don't think. You're not at that point yet. Yeah, yeah. but hopefully Dave has some good news for us. What do you know about these injuries, man? Um, I'm not that worried about them. Either one? N- not in the grand scheme of Diggs life. Or, or, like, well, well, just, no. <laughs> well, of course in the grand scheme of life. No, a long time. In, right. no you know what I mean. Uh, I, for this week, probably not, but... Just yeah, like it's never good when guys aren't practicing on Friday, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know how many times I've said that, but I don't think it's a huge deal for the season, and I'm at least optimistic that they'll both play okay. cautiously. Got it. Especially with Diggs, feel a little, a little more confident about Tyron. Yeah, I, that's kind of the sense I'm getting. Like listening to the things I've heard from McCarthy, from you guys, it seems like Tyron is pretty much kind of like okay, we're, we feel pretty good he's going to play. Trayvon, there seems to be a little like, eh, Which, we'll see. The thing that makes me nervous about Trayvon is that McCarthy earlier in the week was like, I'm not worried about his status. And then as the week goes on, it's like, well, we'll see how he feels on Sunday. Which and, to kind of backtrack like that is not usually a good thing. And he did say this morning on 105.3 The Fan uh, with Sean and RJ, uh, he was like, well, we'll, he says, if he keeps progressing, he should be okay. 
And that to me was the kind of the thing where it's like, okay, well, it's not just a blanket. Yeah, we think he'll be fine. It's like they got to see something from him today and tomorrow that makes them think he'll be okay because where he is right now may not be enough. Purely anecdotal and purely subjective, but he had a press conference yesterday. I mean, if they were that worried about it, I feel like he wouldn't do it. He would like he they would guy again. You know, if you're talking about Trayvon, had yes, press yes, sorry, yeah. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, <laughs> Tyron press conference is kind of a waste of everybody's time. Anyway. Kind of, yeah. Um <laughs> So I mean, if they were if, he, if they were super duper worried about it, I just don't I don't think they let him do that. Same thing a few weeks ago. Everybody was worried about Randy. He was out of practice, jogging around, having fun with everybody. Yeah. Zeke too. I mean, uh, last week, yeah. kind of just reading context clues. I am cautiously optimistic that they'll play. What do we know about uh, Demonte Casey and uh, Donald Wilson? Casey, he's like, I'm fine, I'm all right, no big deal, awesome. whatever. So again, he talked to the media yesterday. Um, Donovan, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about him. Um, the, what? This is his first week practicing since the opener. Yep. They didn't put him on IR, so like they don't have to activate him or anything. And maybe, maybe they feel more pressure to play him if Casey can't play, but he can. So I don't know. I don't know. I've maybe leaned toward thinking you. You know, you got the buy right there. You'd bring him back for Minnesota, but. You want good players available, so if he feels good enough to play, maybe you try it. I don't know. I don't Something's going to happen here, especially like the next week or the next game. You know, if, if Kelvin Joseph comes back and he's ready to play and he's practicing this week, but maybe ready to the next game, and then Donovan Wilson's back. I mean, somebody's going to be inactive here. They haven't had to to make an issue. Out of, I mean, because obviously Mukwamu and um, Nashawn, right? right yeah. yeah. But I feel like there needs to be another one. And that's going to be interesting if if one of those guys that is interesting. You know, who, is it a safety? Is it? I mean, because everyone's playing pretty well. I mean, yeah. Casey's played well, and Malik Hooker's starting to really turn the corner. You can lean on Kennedy for special teams too. Yeah, that might be the one, Kennedy. But it, I mean, has he played a lot of special teams? I don't know his snap like, count like, off like, the top like of my head. Like he doesn't head, stand out. Like he's not one of the gunner guys like Cedric Wilson, who's will go back to a lot of special yeah. teams when Michael Gallup comes back. So you could get away with making him inactive yeah. if you wanted to. All right, uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we're gonna get into a couple storylines. I think the big storyline for this week is if you're Belichick, what do you choose to try to take away from the Cowboys? We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys Way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to the break. Hey, everyone. Uh, Let me find a good read for you. How about this one? Let's get Rowdy. Invite Rowdy to your next event. From watch parties to birthday parties, corporate events, special deliveries, and more, Rowdy brings games, entertainment, and photo opportunities to all occasions. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash Rowdy to book your appearance today. Welcome back to the second segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We're talking Cowboys versus Patriots. And the big storyline for this week, I think most weeks we got like five, six, seven storylines. I think there's one big storyline this week. You look at the Patriots, you look at the coach, uh, they are notorious and they are very, very good at taking away at least that one thing that their opponents want to be able to do. The question becomes, what does Belichick decide that is is that thing uh, for the Cowboys? I'll start with you, Nick. Where do you think they go on this? We've already had a, a, a nice argument today uh, about this on a, on a radio show. So, um, I mean, I think they they start with and basically what I've said. I said this on yesterday's media match. I mean, if, if you want to know what the identity of the team is, I mean, Bill Belichick is going to tell you pretty, pretty soon of what what he is going to try to to take away. I mean, I think you still got to try to take away the run. Um, but I mean, that's it's the problem is you just can't take away one thing because the, they will kick your ass in the other stuff. They've shown that. So you know, but I still think if they're just gonna say we're not gonna let Dak beat us and we're gonna let him run, that's gonna be a bloodbath. So that's what I think. Yeah, uh, I I think I think I agree. We talked about that leading into the week of like somebody eventually is gonna batten down the hatches and try to stop the Cowboys from running, right? And Belichick has the personnel to, to do that, I think. Well, that's what they do regularly, not right? To, I don't know if they have the personnel to just completely shut it down. You know, I, I'll believe somebody can hold the Cowboys under 100 as a team when I see it happen. But 110, 120, I think that's probably a win when you're considering the level of opposition. Um, and it's never just one thing, right? Like on third downs, I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. kind of revert to that classic Patriots man Cover one, uh, cover zero, maybe even try to, you know, especially if if Tyron Smith is gimpy or God forbid if he doesn't play in this game. I think there's some wins you can find in pass protection. Um, But if I was Bill Belichick, I would probably try to commit to the run more than a lot of people have. Because I think some of these teams have just outright given it up, in my opinion, and, and it's gotten them killed. But I think that's kind of the key here is that the base of what they do, which is that cover one, bring that other safety down, 
that gives you what you want really to be able to stop the run, putting eight men in the box. My question is, are they good enough, even with eight men in the box, to stop the Cowboys from running? Because I think there have been other teams that the Cowboys have played the last few weeks that in certain situations had eight men in the box. I just don't know that it's worked. I think right now they're just playing at such a high level, running the ball, it's going to be difficult for them to stop them. They don't run conventionally. That's that's the thing. I mean, they can with with Zeke, but but you know they they run the ball um, in you know on the outside. You know, they they run with you know sweeps and and reverses and and things with Pollard out there. So um, they 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 you I mean yeah you can put eight guys in the box, but still there's ways to run around that. But I I just it, it's not an easy solution at all because and that's what we're seeing that's why we're seeing Dalton Schultz have so much success because they're trying to figure out how to stop the run they kind of stop in the past and then Schultz is just open right in the middle and they're going to have to just keep doing that I mean and, and Belichick mentioned his name a couple times in the press conference there's no way they're going to try to stop him well, if they were, I don't think Belichick will be mentioning his name right. a bunch of times in a press right. conference right I mean like that's that's vintage Belichick yeah. kind of laying yeah. out there kind of what you what he wants you to know and then he's going to do something different right he said the name of every person on this offense at one right, point right, i mean right. he basically just gushed about how great they are for five minutes the other day gushed which is what he does <laughs> no but i mean by belichickian standards yeah. yeah but he does that like again this is a this is a this oh that's become, a, that's a thing that's yeah. a word belichickian when you accomplish what he has accomplished you can have your own adjective for sure <laughs> yeah, i this, like it this is a common thing i think among nfl Belichick coaches list. jason garrett used to do it all the time you spend you know five minutes just going on and on about the opponent no matter how good or how bad they are you find all the things that you think are good about them or that you can make a case or somewhat good about them and then you talk about them publicly like that question is what is he saying behind the scenes like this is the guy we really need to is is he really going behind the scenes with his team and saying man we got to worry about this schultz guy or is he saying hey stop zeke like stop zeke stop pollard and we got a shot that's our only shot right i think you got to worry about everybody and going back to your question this i don't think i keep trying to play different scenarios in my head but I just don't see them being able to completely shut down the Cowboys' offense, especially how they've been playing. The only way I see this going bad is what I mentioned yesterday, is that if they go out there and the Cowboys themselves walk out and start a game all sloppy, create mistakes, I think um, lose the ball. Uh, Zeke did it last game, uh, and it wasn't necessarily fully his fault. It was fault. A, a Dak. Was it Dak? Dak had two turnovers, or yeah. an interception and a fumble. Dropped yeah. a snap. But was there a play where Zeke? Uh, recently? Nah. I don't know. I, I not this remember. year. This nah. year he's been because pretty clean on that. I yeah. thought I had some, seen they, some for some reason. But either way, the point is keeping the ball, making sure that they don't go out being sloppy, which I don't think should happen because the Cowboys, I mean, they've been walking out there and, and just being confident in the way they play and, and the fact that they are winning games, it just kind of builds you up even more. And I don't know if it's just me, because I haven't been around here for a while, but based on the things that I've seen on the TV, and you guys know I always like to watch body language, mm-hmm. they they have a different kind of energy. Like, they're energized right now. And last game, they started out even walking on the sideline. I saw, and I was going to text, text you guys. I'm like, this is not going to start out good. They're walking around with no energy. And <laughs> they did look sloppy, not to give me credit, mm-hmm. but hey, yeah. I, I know a thing or two about body language, which <laughs> Will McClay has kind of uh, gotten me into that because they look around 
that's how they really evaluate players, you know? Yeah. But anyways, my point is, this game is going to come down to Cowboys themselves and not necessarily what the Patriots mm-hmm. are going to do against them. Trayvon Diggs actually kind of debunks that theory because his body language is that he's hurt, he's tired, and he's old. And then he's he's actually like and the then best, next play he takes he's the best out. cornerback in the league right now <laughs> playing possum yeah but he carries which the he smile. might be doing yeah. this week. I don't know if I had to take it to another level. If I had to put money on it today, I think he plays. Yeah, yeah. it's based on nothing other than hunch. I just know this: if they go into this game and they say, "Hey, we're going to really focus on stopping the run," which any team can stop most other teams if they want to dedicate enough resources to it. If they're willing to do that, that means there's going to be a lot of guys running around the field with one guy trying to cover them. I think Dak will have a freaking field day. Yeah, He will light them up if they're just going to go man against CD or uh, against Cooper. Like I just think there's, there's not – they would be just as hard-pressed to win that game as if they decided they were going to do the opposite and say we're just going to let them run on us. I I don't think that they can just take anything away. I think almost you have to play it straight up here. And I, that's not really what he does. And then he'll, he'll figure it out. And he mix it up enough to where he, yeah. you have to try to keep him guessing, but there's yeah. there's no How way. How freaking fun is this? It's fun. I <laughs> mean, it's been a, a long time. It's been a while since we, we're over here trying to figure out how yeah. can a team take down the Cowboys offense? How can Bill Belichick <laughs> Bill right. take Bill down Belichick. the Cowboys? Right. What's yeah. he going to do? What is Belichick going to do to stop the Cowboys? This is where I always think if I were in a, like if I were in a coma and then I woke up and you know, I was just I decided to just show up to work one day and you guys are talking i'm like what huh what yeah. bill bellet yeah you, you're trying to wonder how bill belichick can shut down belichick the doesn't offense. have any players he's gonna have it figured out and the right. cowboys have way too many options right you're gonna be like what I'd happened be like geez i've been asleep a long time <laughs> not really though That's, I, I, i'm trying not to be a jerk but i'm like yeah i mean if you've been paying attention for the last two years like yeah. since brady left absolutely yeah no absolutely I, I think the point though is it's just it's just interesting it how is, it is this is a flip of fortune my 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 how the turntables yeah Table turns. You then you're not a fan of The Office. No, sorry. Never mind. Oh, oh sorry. I'm no. That. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take our final break, and then when we come back, Amber's gonna have a little game for us. We're gonna play a little see or no. There are lots of questions she has about this team. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. 
and a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to the break. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, performances, beer gardens, and more. Game ticket is required. For more information, visit AT&T Stadium slash Miller Lighthouse. Welcome back. Final segment of the break live from the SWBC, SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Amber, you got a game for us. Let's go. I got a lot of questions, so oh, let's see how many fun. we can get through. So... Uh, earlier we were talking about the safety position, actually, and let's say these guys are back healthy and able to play. How are you guys currently feeling? This is not a C or no. This is okay. my question, okay. though. And then we'll get into fans. Right. But how are you guys actually currently feeling about the safety position overall? I know Dave and I have been complaining about it forever. Better but... than I have in the entire time that I've covered this team. Wow. It's a long time. Cause That's not even that. <laughs> thank you. That's not even that strong of a statement when you That's think right. about it. Like... They, they they've sucked at safety this whole time, but that's why it, why it actually is a strong no statement. It, it, exactly that's what I'm saying. Well, you're right, but I guess what I'm saying is it's not a high bar to yeah. pass, but they're yeah. pretty high above where I figured the bar would be. Yeah, and, and they, especially they, when you factor. Oh, go ahead. Nate. They just put some resources in it as well, even though they were banged up. They they were like, we're gonna take. Uh, Malik Cooker, we're going to take Demonte KZ, and they're coming off of injuries, and but they they've been good players, and you know we're gonna we're gonna take J. Ron Curse, we're gonna take you know uh, Ken O'Neill, make him a linebacker, we're gonna do all these things and just kind of bet on them, and they've all kind of worked out, you know they've all sort of come back from injury, they've played as well. I don't think we've seen Keanu O'Neill play as as great as he's been before. He's playing in a new position too. This may not be the the best position for him. I don't know, but I'm just saying. They they kind of bet on them, and they those guys bet on themselves. It was signing one year deals, and so far it is kind of worked out. But it seems like they've put these kinds of resources. Like none of those guys were highly touted free agents that they signed. These are all like one year deal kind of guys that you're going to take a flyer. It seems like they've done that in the past. The difference this year is that they actually worked out, it's, right? I, it's no seriously. I can't like, think I, of the names though. I thought that yeah. too, but I'm like, but who? I can't think of anyone like that. Ha ha. Ah yeah. Will like, Allen. Mm. We thought um, I actually had more hopes for Haha than I had for any of these guys coming yeah. in, and he just flamed out. That's because of you, you didn't have high hopes for these guys because of Haha. Because of him, you, you were like, "Wow, oh, this guy." Oh, I just think I, buy, I mean, I got here in thirteen, and every year they sign these types of deals, and they're usually either outright bad or yeah. just yeah. passable players. And I think all of these guys are playing above that. I mean, and and they're all playing. Pretty good. I mean, nobody's lighting the world on fire. I mean, Demonte Casey's had some turnovers there mm-hmm. by the goal line that have been difference maker plays. But Jaron Curse has made some plays. Yeah, right? Jaron. Yeah, yeah, he's on a different level. He's not even safety anymore, really, is he? I mean, yeah, he's kind of. I guess 
He yeah, that guy's He's been one of the best. Move around, yeah. yeah, Malik Hooker. I mean, but they're playing themselves into a possible contract. And maybe just maybe this their success is a direct reflection of the guy that's orchestrating all mm-hmm. of this. Maybe he just knows how to use these pieces in the right ways that other teams have not been able to use them in that way to get the most out of them. He knows how to get pressure. And when you get pressure, you can have really good secondary play. And if you've got great secondary players like you had in Seattle and you get pressure, then you then they get a nickname and then they, they're really great and they go to the Pro Bowl and all that. Just he, not going to be Hot Boys, though. That's, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. I think the Hot Hot is it boys, so, no, it's, it's still lingering. They're, they're still chains. So I, yep. as long I mean, as they're chains, but nobody's nobody's playing. I mean, the only I mean I, the, the point the two yeah. the two holdovers from the Hot Boys era are both hurt right now. So Da and Demarcus. Yeah. So we'll. Just, I, I, don't know, need, more. I don't know why we're Since talking about this. I don't want to think about. <laughs> so we need it. We. I want to think about that. Stop. I think I I didn't catch what you forgot. One more. He said upstairs. He's, 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 he's making sure oh, I'm streaming God. right now. Okay. I'm saying, well, I mean, we work with former players. I was like, Barry Church wasn't a hot boy. Like, I was very confused. No, but Barry Church is number 42. So I'm just going to throw that yeah, out there. I, I want to throw 42, 42 episode 42, yeah. Barry Church. We did it for Danny. Let's do yeah. it for Barry. I Good. mean, I'd like to put Troy Hambrick in there, but I mean, it's Barry Church. Church is the guy. You just want to get Troy Hambrick in there, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into Siono. We haven't t- talked much about, well, Mike McCarthy, do you think that he deserves as much credit as Moore and Quinn? As much? C. Yes. C. C. I'll say He's C. the head coach. Very reluctant. Well, so if, nothing, I, I mean, if nothing else, he hired them, which meant he made the right choices mm-hmm. in letting them do what they do. That's just, it's not, I, I hesitated because it's not an easy yes or no question. Yeah. I mean, we did a whole segment about that on like Monday yeah. or Tuesday. So I'll say C. There's more to it than that, but you can go back to the Tuesday show and just listen to that conversation. Yeah. yeah. All right, this next one, this is getting way ahead of the season and everything, but whatever, it's Friday. Where's the parade? (laughs) It's No, no, no. More. Will he be the offensive coordinator next year for the Dallas Cowboys? C or no? No. C. No. I don't know. I don't... C. Unless, Unless Jerry has a way... Of convincing him that he needs to stay here, whether that be by money or <laughs> there's a way. Some, yeah, but uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. If he if he has a way to convince him, I have no doubt that he is going to get an opportunity to be a head coach somewhere. I would put I would put a lot of money on it. That. Gets I don't know if we've specifically talked about that, but Jerry has ways of holding on to people that he wants to hold on to. Money and yeah. let's spell that out. That's my point. Yeah, and then so factor in and. We could probably do we could do a segment on that, but like, what jobs are going to become available in the off season, and are they better than running this offense for another year? I just yeah. put it this way: I don't think it's as cut and dry as a lot of people make it out to be. I think Jerry has ways of keeping people he wants to keep. I think Kellen is a very smart guy who recognizes what he's got here, and unless it's just an amazing opportunity. And I, I know that as your as your buddy always. There's only 32 of there these go. jobs in the world. Going okay, there. I was well, just going there. that that's all well and good. <laughs> I think Kellen's smart enough to be like, I think I'd rather sit around here and do this for another year than coach the Houston Texans. I'm not saying that job's going to become available. Fresh cash. What are the jobs? And there we go. Perfect yeah. drop. <laughs> what what are the opportunities? And if let's if it's not the exact right spot, like a team with a quarterback or the right amount of draft capital, 
I could see him being like, no, I, I can bide my time and wait another year. We're going to kick ass next year, too. So. But what we know about the NFL, there'll be six, seven, maybe mm-hmm. eight teams yeah. that'll be available. And there will be some of those where they have a pretty good situation going on. At least they may have a quarterback that's young and he One feels like them. I can develop those yeah. guys. Like There are going to be opportunities. And I, that's why I say, and you look at it every year, teams that do really, really well, um, typically – if, if whatever side of the ball is doing the best, that coordinator is going to be a hot name. And this is now not just one year. There's a couple years of him being able to do things that people are kind of saying, huh, that's pretty good. Well, I just don't think it's as obvious that he's gone as a lot of people like to talk Maybe. about right now. But we'll see. Well, now the I, question becomes, I like, does said, he decide to go to college? I think I just I said he you wouldn't. don't want that to happen because it might end up at your alma mater. But I think that's a possibility. Kellen going to college? I don't think he wants that. Well, the fact that he didn't last year, though, would, I mean, that what was other, already what, on the kind of yeah, on the I mean, table. What other job? Would, I mean, I mean, that's well. I mean, there are better jobs in Boise State. Yeah, let's be honest. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't no. Jobs? Yes. I don't know. I mean, I mean. Well, let's right talk now. about let's talk about jobs. The the first uh, thing in jobs, we get money. Like yeah. <laughs> the amount of money they can pay is not what some other programs yeah. can pay. Right? I mean, but, How but it's also easy, about easy. job, though. And you know, the uh, part of it too is it's not just the program; it's also the job. So he's gonna. I mean, you walk into Boise, you win nine games. I mean, pretty much. I mean, and you gotta you gotta try to lose games over there. So you, you're gonna you got you got a good job. It's steady. I guarantee there's money over there for but, him. But are you you might not ever play in that's a, a national championship. So it depends on what your goals are. Yeah. Like if you want to be at the top of college football, that's not the program but, to go to. But like okay, for instance, like LSU. Like what's a better job, LSU job or the Boise State job? What's a better job? I think LSU. When you say job, what do you mean? That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. Like not a program and all that. No, you can it. win a national championship with right? arguably the greatest team ever built in college football and be fired in two years because it, it's hard to keep feeding the monster. That's all I'm saying. But it, I don't think any coach thinks that way. Like no coach is like, well, in two years when I suck, they'll throw me out. They're like, no, I'm amazing. I'm gonna always. That, win. That's yeah. what I'm saying though. I think that that if he really wanted college football, I think you know if, he, if that's what he wanted, I think that's what what he would have done right then. I think he's trying to get it in. Let me just put it like this. And also, I said no as to the offensive coordinator. I didn't say it was gone. I was oh, like, no. wow. There wow. we go. That's a whole different The flyer strikes back. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't think Kellen Moore wants to coach college football. I'll yeah. happily eat crow if I'm wrong. You know who should be coaching college football? Jason, Jason Garrett. Garrett. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think he would be an outstanding college football coach. Yeah. But here's the deal. For, for the right my, program my and own, the right job. Right. My only point is that he's going to have options. Yeah. And yep. so when yep. you ask a question like that, I'm like, he's got a ton of options. And that, to me, says that the likelihood of him staying, unless Jerry's willing to say, well, here, I'm going to pony up to keep you here. One of those options could yeah. be like a 500% raise to stay right where he is. There we go. I'm and just so saying. If Jerry makes it a big percent, a good, it's a large <laughs> percent. Out a few zeros, and that's that not going to happen. I stole, the, I stole this point from Bob Sturm, so credit to him. He does a great job, but... Like the salary cap prevent, you know, the the Cowboys can't use all of their monetary advantages to get talent here. It's against the rules. Mm -hmm. They can do whatever they want to keep coaches. There's nothing. And Jerry's got deeper pockets than just about anybody. So he could damn near name his price. And I don't get the impression Mike McCarthy, like, I don't think Mike McCarthy's going to be like, Mad that Kellen Moore's getting all this money. I'm just saying. Well, Mike ain't broke. So that's exactly probably okay. Just think. I think it's premature to just assume he's gone. That's all I'm saying. Unless okay. he makes more than the head coach, then that's a 
Anyways, next question. Yeah, it, speaking of, next question should be uh, the other side of the ball. <laughs> Dan Quinn. Well, I was going to ask because I've gotten a few questions on this uh, trades. Do you guys, should the guy, uh, the Cowboys make any trades before the deadline? See or no? Um, it's hard, you know, it's hard to talk about players. Obviously, you can't really do that. But, From but other teams, yeah. But other teams, but, posi- but if anything, but position-wise. Position-wise. I mean, then then the question is, was what what could they get? You know, what position could they upgrade? And That's it. I mean, it's it's such a case by case thing. Like they don't need to trade for. A lot of stuff. Okay. Like, like the one thing that's blinking like a light yeah. is if there was a cornerback that could be had for the right price. That's not sh- what I thought you were saying. Was what did you? What did y'all think? Center. Center. I thought you were gonna say center. Oh no. Whatever. I don't. It's not. Blinking. I'm not as worried about that as y'all are. Um, when did okay. when did this happen? You right. Know, I thought you were with me on worried this. about this all Is it because season? of that? No, but like we're <laughs> we're we're in, we're in like yeah, do I have okay. issue with the way that they handled it? Sure, but like they're in we're into it now. Okay. And yes, but we've heard, we've now heard the coach and we've now heard that the owner both say this week, yeah, there was some there were some problems happening. All right. Like, yeah. It, he's Williams. a young player that's not like ah, whatever. I don't think it's bad enough that they need to trade. That's all I'm saying. Okay. If there was a Connor Williams on another team, and I mean a four-year guy, he starts, he's going to be a free agent, and they don't know if they're going to re-sign him or not. On a team that's not four and one, and and you know has higher expectations. If 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 say there's a center like that with an expiring contract, this. I could see, you know, because those teams are like, might as well trade them, get something for them other than maybe, a, you know, letting them go next year and just getting a compensatory in two years. Maybe we, we, we trade them. Because those are the contracts you trade. You trade guys at kind of at the end of their deal. Which so, is why – and it's, I don't know any player. I don't know names like that, and if I did, I wouldn't say them. But I'm just saying – there could be something like no, that. No, I, I have no issue with the question, but it's incredibly hard to answer mm-hmm. because you got to I, – I, it's a, it's hard enough keeping track of the contract situations of everybody here. I don't know the intricacies of, like, who's an above-average center who's got an expiring yeah. deal. Yeah, who's I, worth, like, I have no right. idea. So, yeah, yeah if – but if you're if there's a if there's an upgrade for Tyler Biotish who could be had for a day three pick, sure. And it, do it that now. That seems yeah. implausible. Do it. To me, do but. it Monday. Do it Thursday when Dave's probably on his bye week and, and want to hang out. <laughs> so. it, after Thursday, y'all, yeah, that would be but dicey. I'm, but I'm just saying, touch with Dave after if, Thursday. If you're going to make any move, any move, you know, and, and get somebody in that really needs to know the system and figure it all out. I mean, you would like that. You would think it could be this week, but you know, that, after the game, that's what they did week. with Amari. That's what they did. I think that's also the thing too. Like when you look at this team, there aren't a lot of positions that right now, as you sit, you're like, man, they got issues with depth. This isn't a surprisingly. I don't even want to call them a deep team because that's hard to say in today's yeah. world. You absolutely can call but, them a deep team. But I'm saying team. that's relatively speaking, like. There's no such thing as depth in the NFL anymore, in my opinion, just because of the, the, the way that it's all structured. But I think as far as the way it is right now, it relatively speaking, it's about as deep as an NFL team can be. And so I don't, I'm having a hard time finding a position where I'm like, yeah, you got enough depth to where you can get rid of a guy and not experience something on the back end of losing that play. Well, they're already, and that's why I, I'm, I kind of take issue with it because they're already leaning on that yeah, depth. Like I do too. They're not. They don't. They're missing a starting receiver. They're missing their right tackle. And, right, they're and that's missing my point. They're their not, starting they're end. Not, they're not hurt by that because they're because they, they have depth. <laughs> no, no, we're we're saying the same. All I'm I know is, we're saying the same I don't, thing. I don't think that 
and this is all relatively speaking. I'm thinking of depth from the standpoint of like '90s NFL football. Like they're not deep like that. Like mm. you just don't. You just talk. We just talked about it. The guys that they have here who are playing well at safety, let's say for example, those guys are all on one-year deals. They were kind of guys that you didn't know what you were going to get when you got them, and they're just like playing above that at this point. So that gives you a little bit of a little bit of depth. But all, all I'm saying is, at the end of the day. This is a team that doesn't have – I don't think right now I look at it and say I need to necessarily just well, improve, the, improve the team by, by jettisoning someone. I, and, okay, I mean, Tyler Biotish, if y'all people have issue with him, that's fine. But they have two guys that have been working at center. Again, they didn't handle it right. I'm not yeah. backtracking on yeah. that. They, I wish they had a more experienced option. But as the season goes, Tyler plays more. McGovern and Williams are getting snaps in practice. So I would imagine they say – we feel all right about that. And the same thing goes for corner. As much as people hate Anthony Brown, Kelvin Joseph is practicing again. They're like, he's on his way. You don't need more players at corner, I don't think. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, I I think that they probably feel good that they've got adequate depth behind their problem spots that they're like, yeah, we'll ride this thing out. I was just going to say that to me, even the few areas that they do have depth, those are areas that I wouldn't want to touch it or mess with it because – the guys are kind of pretty decent back behind the starters, so it's like you know, you we haven't had that kind of comfort with the Cowboys so in a while. So now that you kind of have it, some cushion there in some positions, I'm like, don't touch it, just so leave it. So somebody calls and says, that, hey, one of these receivers, you've got Gallup coming back, one of these receivers. What if you, would y'all trade? You're saying, yeah, I don't want to mess with that. I don't. Yeah, I, I would tell wouldn't. you to kick rocks yeah. unless it was for an amazing price. But here, here's the thing about about Biotis that I think you have to you have to 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 discuss. And I I'm I'm uneasy about it. I've been uneasy about it the whole time. But not to sound like a hypocrite, but last year, if if we were all out sitting right there saying. This Terrence Steele thing, this isn't working. This is not working. I don't know what they're mm-hmm. doing, but they keep playing this guy. And now a year later, it's like, is he better than Lyle? Is he, you know, like do, does Lyle really? I mean, which I think he, I think Lyle should come back. I'm just saying he's playing at that level where you don't even know. If we fast forward even the end of this year or next year, and Biotis is at that that point. You know, you got to trust Joe Philbin. You got to trust the process here, but because we were sitting here a year ago thinking Terrence Steele wasn't a, a good option, no, I think that's a fair point. Go and well, Terrence Steele as Terrence Steele was bad enough that he was ruining games. Yes, Tyler Biotis is not. Like, right. let's be let's yeah. be fair. It's also like, the function of the position. That they yeah, position. He's play. he's the weak link of the offensive line right now. They are playing at an incredibly high level with him in there. Like, he's not ruining their game plans. Yeah, we got to get out of here. But no. I, I'm going to tell you, I, I actually. Am more concerned about the depth at the the tackle position right now, just because I look at this down the stretch and I'm like, man, what happens if you know you already got one tackle that's been out on suspension, so you yeah. know reliability, I don't know, and then you look at the other tackle and now his neck's starting to bother him again, and so and that's why it's like that's, where, I, that's where tackle I Maybe get even really four. really worried because I'm like I do not want to see Ty and Secchi out there. Stop I mean, trying to move guys to guard. Right, I think you just stick with what you got. I'm not necessarily trying to trade anybody. Let's stick with what you got and see. How long you can ride this out and see how far you can go with it. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back. Not on... predicting the game? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
real quick. My real God. Quick. Well, we got to get out of here. Oh, the next I mean, show what? Is they can okay. wait. It's Friday. Wow. Okay. We Dave. predict the I game. Use the same show. Nate hey, go ahead. Can yeah, you was going to say, you can't can rhyme wait. Nate without you can't wait. Take none of those I just down. told no. like an all time <laughs> great cowboy offensive go. lineman he can wait. I think this game is going to be. I think this game is going to be a lot like the 2015 game against the Patriots. If you don't remember that, I don't blame you. The Cowboys are going to win this game by two or three possessions, but the final score is not going to indicate how scrappy and tough that it was. I, I just I don't think they have the firepower to keep up with Dallas, and eventually it'll pull away. The, I say 31-14 final score, which looks lopsided, but it'll be like a one-possession game into the late third, early fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I looked at it and I said, all right, it's thirty four to nineteen is the average points per game. That's what the Cowboys are averaging. Patriots are averaging, Patriots are averaging this. I'm gonna take a field goal here and give it here thirty one twenty two. I think the Cowboys will kick their ass. I don't know if it'll show. I kind of I kind of disagree with that. I think they'll kick their ass. I don't think the score will will show as much. Uh, either way, thirty one twenty two. Ever. I agree with that. With the fact that the Cowboys will kind of dominate them, but the score would be for me. 28-24, but it'll be a fun game, giving me a nice welcome back to enjoy it, finally fully enjoy it. But yes, Cowboys win for sure. I think this game is going to look a little bit different than you guys think. I think it's going to be a game where Dallas early, I think, is going to struggle a bit. I think they're, he's going to have something. I know Bel- mm, yeah. Belichick is Belichick. He's going to have something that's going to baffle them for a little bit. I also trust in the fact that with their offensive coordinator, they will figure out a way to, to eventually get rolling. I think they'll end up scoring some points, uh, but it won't be to the level that they've been scoring before the season. I think that the final score will be somewhere in the range of like a 24-13 game. Uh, Cowboys win comfortably, but in the first half, I think it's going to be a, a really tight game, and I think Dallas is going to have some struggles. All right, we appreciate you joining us. We will be back Monday. We'll let you know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Helm, and Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com. Radio. Uh, This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,